0: Hello, welcome. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Robbie Vaughn. This is the Perth Mates Podcast. And today we've got an episode around Amazon Prime Day. Now it was on July 11, a huge opportunity for a lot of online businesses to massively increase their sales. And today I've got Benjamin Gardner, founder of Anti Beauty. It's a Perth-based business that Ben got started after he had the realisation of how limited the industry can be on its vision of equality and beauty. As someone who had himself experienced the positive link between better self-care and improved mental health, Ben set up anti-beauty to help those suffering from the same skin conditions. He'd experienced his whole life. Ben joins me on the Perth Mates podcast now. How are you? Thank you very much for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: No worries. So uh, we're just coming off Amazon Prime Day, actually, which is quite interesting. Seems like every business sort of gets a bit of a spike in numbers. So I just wanted to talk to you about your business to start with, Anti Beauty. Tell us a little bit about it, how it all came about for you.
1: For sure. So... uh Anti-beauty is a product of my 20 years of experience in the beauty industry. I just thought that uh, the the beauty industry could do better. So we created a company that ticks all of the boxes, essentially. And what was
0: your experience leading into this? Have you always worked in makeup or was there something else that you were doing before creating (laughs) anti-beauty?
1: So I originally started out as a makeup artist when I was quite young. But most recently, my experience was actually in fragrance in the beauty industry.
0: Ah, so, all right. Well, I'll ask you about um, being a makeup artist first. How did that come about? Do you do an apprenticeship or do you just sort of work with people and learn how to, I guess, apply properly and do all the right things?
1: So the way that my journey started was quite unusual. Um, When I was about 14, My sister started modeling, and I was just kind of on hand to be her makeup artist. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) I um, ended up just kind of teaching myself and ending up doing makeup for magazines like FHM and Ralph. Um, And then after that, I went and did a certificate to in makeup. But essentially, most of it was self-taught. That's a trip down
0: memory lane, isn't it? FHM and Ralph. I forgot those magazines existed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't know if they do anymore. Um, But yeah, there was a a definite time period where they were pretty popular. (laughs) It really was. So
0: was that your career for quite a long time, actually doing things for magazines?
1: So I was uh, working freelance as a makeup artist. So I got really good opportunities every so often but realistically the majority of my makeup was more weddings um i also previously was a drag queen so um <laughs> <laughs> i've got quite interesting history. very
0: going from makeup to heavier makeup i suppose that would be wouldn't
1: it <laughs> yeah exactly so uh it kind of just um flowed on from me doing my sister's makeup to trying it out on myself and ending up looking pretty good that's great so (laughs) what's the hardest makeup to do is
0: it actually wedding makeup or sort of photo shoot makeup or drag queen makeup
1: i would definitely say drag makeup yeah is the hardest to do for sure
0: i can imagine that'd take the longest because it's usually pretty heavy right
1: yeah, exactly. So uh, when I was doing it, I was working as a gender illusionist. What does that so mean? So my intention was to look like a woman, not look like a man dressed as a woman. And so my makeup was more like a female makeup than a drag makeup. But you're right. not. All kind of tied him together
0: yeah fair enough and where would you do your drag queen uh, performances and everything were, were you actually up on stage or what was the go there
1: yeah so i performed at places like um the court and connections in perth um cool but i'm also like i've performed over in bali i've performed over in the eastern states um kind of anywhere that i could get a gig essentially what was the most <laughs>
0: fun thing you did
1: uh, I think, um, probably, uh, doing drag in Bali. That was a very unique experience. What would you do? Was it stage shows or was
0: it working at hotels in like entertainment or what was the deal there?
1: Uh, no, always just stage shows pretty much. Yeah, um, cool. so for quite a while I worked like as a Britney impersonator. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, i hold her very close to my heart <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the free free britney movement then well, i was a big supporter of the free britney movement like i had a big poster in the window of my car when it was happening um saying free britney and <laughs> <laughs> yeah happy to see her Living her best life
0: now, so. Oh, man, you'd get along well with my wife. She was watching all the documentaries at the time. She didn't go as far as a poster, so you're probably a bit more of a super fan, (laughs) but she loved it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a a really interesting story and I think uh, a really triumphant story as well. Like it is a
0: crazy story if you think about it. What happened to her? I know we're supposed to be talking about uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime Day, but let's let's stick with Brittany for a sec. Um, yeah, it's just nuts how she goes into that conservator conservatorship. It's called, isn't it? And then from there, yeah, she just doesn't have any any control over her life for what twenty years.
1: And it's insane that it can happen just in front of the whole world, and people didn't really know that that was occurring.
0: It's nuts. It's nuts. I wonder what other celebs that's happened to as well that we just don't know about.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, with the Free Britney movement, I looked a lot into conservatorships and it's a lot more than people realised.
0: It's interesting. The one the one I can pick out, um, I don't know if she's in a conservatorship, but she probably needs to be, was Amanda Bynes. Um, she really went off the rails for a while, didn't she?
1: Yeah, definitely. So she actually was in conservatorship as well.
0: Oh, there you go. I'm um, not surprised, to be
1: honest, Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think she might still be in hers. Um, and I definitely think as well, you know, they do serve a purpose. But if you have the capacity to perform in front of millions of people and make bank, then I don't think you really need to be in a conservatorship.
0: Well, that was the crazy thing about Britney. Like she was pulling off all these Vegas shows and the massive other performances she was doing. Like she was making millions for everyone except for herself by the looks of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not not nice. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Anyway, mate, you moved on to, um, I'm interested in this. You moved on to fragrances. So what, what happens there? Like, how do you go about getting into making fragrances? I'm assuming it's colognes and perfumes and everything.
1: So actually, I was working for one of the biggest beauty companies in the world um, as a fragrance salesperson for them. And then once I moved into my own business is when I started working with my uh, in-house cosmetic chemist to start producing our formulas.
0: Right. So that's, um, you basically got your experience and then you were able to go out on your own and do fragrances and do makeup and all those sort of things.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I've worked in, you know, quite a few different parts of the beauty industry and I just thought it was time for someone to create a brand that literally ticks all of the boxes. So, you know, our products are really healthy, we're inclusive, we're a a positive and happy beauty company that tries to make people feel good about themselves instead of making people feel bad about themselves.
0: It's a great way to go about it. Was it a hard thing to go out on your own?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've kind of been blacklisted from the beauty industry now, so really, um, that's, what, that's what you get for calling your company anti-beauty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an experience that I wouldn't trade for the world, um, and I'm only just getting started as well, so excited
0: so the big dogs took offense to what you're doing and calling your brand anti-beauty and all those things
1: um i mean i haven't specifically had anyone say that to me but i can only imagine that um they wouldn't be too impressed that i'm trying to call out all of the injustices that i see in the beauty industry um but overall the company and the the morals of the company are things that should actually be looked at by the beauty industry as something that's encouraging or inspirational for them to also act in the same kind of ways
0: i love that and for you what are the main products that you wanted to um i guess concentrate on and make sure that you send your message home
1: So we've got a range of um, skincare products which can be mixed and matched for any skin type, age, gender or skin concern and we are releasing a cosmeceutical range in about a month's time as well. And then after we do skincare, the next plan is to start cosmetics and going to expand out from there so that we're a full service beauty company, essentially. Love that. So
0: when you say uh, mix and match the colors, does that mean you, you buy a base and you can actually mix your own tint into it? Is that, is that what you mean? Sorry.
1: Um, so it's actually skincare, not cosmetics. Oh, gotcha. Um, Sorry. Yep. Yeah. No, that's all right. But um, normally a beauty company will have a range that's suited, for example, to normal or dry skin Mm -hmm. but there are a billion other skin conditions out there and normally beauty companies don't look into really complex skin conditions but our range can you can mix and match the different products within it to essentially help any skin condition that you can think of that's great and do you do most
0: of your stuff online do you actually have a like a retail space at all are you purely on the web
1: So we're on the web only at the moment, and we've got some really great uh, online partners as well, like Amazon, and we're also currently doing a Woolworths Accelerator program for the business. Oh, cool. So we're hoping in the next year um, that we'll start to be seen in physical retail locations as well
0: oh that's pretty exciting so like things like amazon prime day for example are they something that really help the sales for you like do you you put on good specials and all that sort of stuff
1: yeah definitely so fortunately this year we actually won a amazon launchpad innovation grant so Mm -hmm. we've just onboarded with amazon and just done our first prime day a few days ago and it was an amazing experience uh great sales and a lot of visibility for the brand, which we otherwise wouldn't have had.
0: You actually saw a really good uptick, did you?
1: Yeah, definitely. And also one of the other amazing things is that our products are being fulfilled by Amazon as well. So it's something I don't think that consumers really understand, but as a very small business, it's quite difficult for us to, You know grow the company and fulfill all the orders and do our customer service and so amazon taking the fulfillment part out of our hands means that the products get into customers hands you know by the next day for example Uh, Ah. yeah it's insane to have seen like their warehouse and the full automation with robots going crazy around the warehouse, picking and packing products.
0: <laughs> I've seen that advertise. Is that Amazon FBA? That's um, that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, cool. And so yeah, they've correct. got a full warehouse, which is full of robotics, and they actually <laughs> automate everything.
1: So they've got quite a few different um, warehouses around Australia. Mm. Um, I traveled over to Sydney to see their fully automated one in Sydney. Uh, And yeah, it's literally like 50% automated. So there's robots that are moving around with all of the products stored on them on pallets. And the robot actually takes the products to the staff member who's packing the uh, order as opposed to them going to the product to pick it up. So
0: good if you're lazy. You can just sit at your desk and something just Definitely. pops there. <laughs> oh, that's gold. Yeah, I'm
1: looking forward, to, looking forward to having my own little personal robot like that at home one day, hopefully. <laughs> one day. We're probably not far off it, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, true.
0: So is Amazon Prime something that you'd actually recommend to other business owners as well as a way of fulfilling orders?
1: Definitely. I, Amazon's got a huge global reach and the customer base that you get access to is something that you just can't find really with any other marketplace or any other retailer and they've also got a lot of different functions and facilities to be able to help a business owner grow their sales as well and it must be great to know that you
0: can quite literally get your products manufactured have them sent to amazon and then everything else is kind of taken care of you just do your marketing
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially with something like Prime Day, I was um, enjoying a day off for once in my life because <laughs> because my products were being ordered and being sent directly from Amazon, and I could just chill for. One day, maybe not one whole day. but
0: are close to it, close to it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So you're based out of Perth and uh, using this platform, for example, you see your products go all over Australia and I'm assuming all over the world
1: as well. So we've currently launched only on Amazon Australia. Right. And then we're planning to launch individually into the other countries. Um But yes, it means that, Shortly, customers in the US, for example, will be able to get our products next day as well, which is insane for a company that um, is in such an isolated city.
0: Yeah. Imagine if it starts to go a bit gangbusters over there, you would sell so many products because America, for example, just so much bigger population-wise than Australia or exactly. Perth. Exactly.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. I'm crossing my fingers. Um so already we're, the company is getting a lot of attention from the USA. And I think the partnership with Amazon will really make that blossom.
0: 100%. And you're a man who loves the socials. Benjamin, I jumped on Anti-Beauty's Instagram before and you're all over there uh, doing videos. And that is that a part of the business that you like doing?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm um, a performer. I mean, <laughs> I, I used to used to be Brittany and now it's just me in front of the camera. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I try to um, interact a lot with my clients and always be available to assist as well. So if there's any skin concern that someone's having that they can't find the answer to, that we're there to help for that as well.
0: Love that. It's actually such a great um, way to be able to communicate with your customers now, isn't it? Because you've got a direct line to any questions and all that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think one of the most important things about a business where it, it, it's related to people's self, self-worth and their you know their authentic self that I as a business owner also need to show up as my authentic self For sure. Do you prefer?
0: All right. Do you prefer to um be to be you on camera, or would you prefer to just be able to talk to everybody as Brittany? Imagine that for a little shtick.
1: Uh, (laughs) Um, No, I I enjoy being me. um, But it is definitely a fun experience to be up on stage. I miss it. I still do my little dance routines in my lounge room, but just not as much up on stage anymore.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. Well, Benjamin, thank you very much for having a chat with us today. It's actually been really cool to have you on. Founder of Anti Beauty, you. you're doing great things. Mate, if people want to find you or find your business, what's the best way to go about it?
1: Thank you so much. Um, so the website is antibeauty.com.au. Or our socials are uh, at Anti Beauty Brands.
0: Become one of the eleven thousand followers that uh, Benjamin's got already there.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now nah, good work, Benjamin. I really appreciate you having a chat with me, mate. You're very welcome.
1: Anytime you want to chat, just let me know. Oh, thanks, bro. Appreciate that. No problem.
0: Uh, Perth mates Appreciate your time listening into the Perth Mates podcast today. If you want to find us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, handles all at PerthMatesPod. And if you could subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to, give us five stars, positive reviews. It's really helpful as well, and we very much appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Robbie Vaughn. This is the Perth Mates podcast. PerthMates.